Hello and welcome to This Is Not A Who Cast, where we talk about Doctor Who, but I do none of the editing. <laughs> I'm Daniel. And I'm Bo. And today we are going to talk about my favourite villain, the best villain, the only villain that matters, the master. Yes, and should we mention our very special guest that we have with us in the studio today? Yes, we have a time-travelling companion. Please uh, welcome the sultry tones of Dylan. Hello, hello. <laughs> Very sultry indeed. Bo and I are essentially experts on Doctor Who, and you know what a Dalek is. Yes, yes, the death robot thingy. <laughs> yes. You know, stabby stab with the plunger, that guy. Yes, yes. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure you just nailed it. <laughs> now, do you know who the master is? Uh, no. No, I do not. Do you, would you like to guess? I'm I'm assuming he is someone who owns people or like, <laughs> well, like you said, he is the villain. So from a Doctor Who uh, point of view, yes. you've got Batman and the Joker. Okay. And then you've got Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. And then you've got the Doctor and the Master. That's pretty much it. Yeah, okay. Especially um, in his origins, he was based around, uh, I think it's Blofeld. Oh, doing- yeah, from, uh, from Bond. Because they were doing uh, oh. James Bond for the third Doctor because we, we don't have money. Um, <laughs> we, we don't have any money. We can't afford sets. Third Doctor, what year was that, Dan? Uh, in the 1970s or maybe it was the 80s. I'd say it's probably more the 70s because that was when Bond was, you know, really quite popular from a cinema point of view. Yeah. The show came out in the 1970s. This was um, from... Uh, the second Doctor ended in 1969, so you basically have from 1970 to 1973 until he started taking off again. Right. Like taking off in popularity or taking off into space and time? (laughs) 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 Uh, So, yeah, the Master was basically a Bond villain. Uh, In the second season of the third Doctor's era, they introduced him because they're like, we really should have a, a Time Lord villain for him that sounds like fun hmm. so he was the one who created the daleks or no no right uh okay. the daleks are a separate thing okay. he, the he's daleks worked he has worked with them before hasn't he well yes but only because they're going to execute him in any minute and inevitably it ends with the master being like oh shit the dog's gonna betray me who would have seen that coming <laughs> Whoops. Oh no, what will but I do? I, not before I betray them first. <laughs> this is a hostile work environment. <laughs> All right, so Dan, let's, um, before we duck into the origins of, uh, of the master, let's have a chat about our favorite masters. Who would you say would be your favorite master of all the masters? Including Big Finish, it's Derek Jacobi. Okay, cool. I can see that. Yeah, phenomenal actor there. What about yours? Because hmm. you haven't seen the classic master yet, have you? No, no. I've seen like I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, it, it's all very like <laughs> for me in the the uh, in the sixties and seventies versions. But um, I, I did very much enjoy uh, the the John Sim one. But I think if I'm going to give it to anyone, it's got to be uh, Missy in um, Peter Capaldi's era. Michelle Gomez plays a great version. She goes on a redemption arc, which I appreciate. Well, I also like that she's just batshit crazy Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah, she's evil Mary Poppins. <laughs> I respect that. Like, yeah, and nothing she does makes sense. Like, she'll do things and you're like... It's kind of like watching... Like, if you've ever read the um, 
the old Norse tales of Loki and how like he just does stuff. Yeah. And you're like, Loki, why did you do that? And he's like, no, no, thought it'd be fun. And it was. Did you see? He turned into a horse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he had that kid that had eight legs and everybody was like, hey, Loki, who's, his, who's that kid? And he's like, no, shut up. I love her. I think she's brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she's probably my favorite. Just from a, uh, like, all the masters have had good personalities, but I think Missy has, um, there was something about her character that had an extra flair. I think it was because they gave her, like, a distinct look as well. Mm -hmm. Like, she had that costume. She had that kind of Mary Poppins vibe. Uh, And I'm also quite partial to Mary Poppins. I was a big fan as a kid, so much so that I used to dress up as her. Oh, yeah. Do you have pictures? Uh, I don't, but I do have a very funny story from uh, when my mum and dad were getting, it was when built-in wardrobes became a thing and um, <laughs> my parents got these <laughs> these built-in wardrobes put in and as a result, they had to move all my sister's clothes out of her wardrobe and store them in mine until hers was built. And I got home from school being like five years old, obsessed with Mary Poppins, probably about to go chuck it in the VHS with my umbrella in hand. And I opened my <laughs> cupboard to get changed out of my school uniform. And there's all these dresses lined up in there. And, and apparently I went, oh, look at all my beautiful dresses. Oh, you are so gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was the, the um, that was that was what my dad thought at that time. <laughs> Yeah, screw gender roles. It's great. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I had a lot that's of fun, fun with it. Um, used to sing just a spoonful of sugar a lot. So maybe that's why I'm subconsciously drawn to Missy. <laughs> <laughs> that could be my very next cosplay. You never know. <laughs> oh, your cosplay is Missy or Mary Poppins, depending on what convention you're going to. Yeah, and what mood I'm in. You know, am I feeling murderous? <laughs> am I feeling like, you know, helping people out? Mary Poppins is just, uh, Missy's just Mary Poppins that kills people. <laughs> Apt, very apt description. I really like her. I think she. I think she's cool. I like that the doctor doesn't know who she is, but in in like in Sound of Drums, he's like, if the master was here, I'd know. I just know it instinctually. <laughs> and there's twice that he just didn't. And they're like, why didn't you know that doctor? He's like, oh, shut up! <laughs> uh, don't, don't think about it. I, um, apparently, I was arrogant back then. <laughs> I was arrogant like that ten minutes ago. <laughs> The 10th Doctor is the arrogant one. So he, of course, he's the one that would be like, oh, I know it immediately. Yeah. There's yeah. clearly something going on. So, so so, I didn't know. I think uh, Derek Jacobi had like the coolest entrance, like that reveal of him being the master. Because you're like, oh, something's, what's going on here? And then he's like, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Even if you don't have the perspective of all of Big Finish War Master stories, which are all great because they're, because in every one, he's like, cool. I'm gonna doing this for the time lords, but also it's a bit bit of fun. I get mm. to destroy this planet. Yeah, there's a lot of like envy there from the master to the doctor in that way. Like that's like everything he does is kind of like in spite of, or, or she does is in spite of him or her. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's really fun. The the um, the master used to be a Bond villain, and then like the doctor, they just evolved to be different kinds of villains mm. from you got bond you got the like dark mirror of the 10th doctor where he's all cheerful and has and he has his version of rose yeah yeah in the john sim character mm-hmm. john yeah. sims i like that he was like the anti-doctor he was like this yeah. kind of like 
like you said, he had that same energy, that same flair and that charisma, but it was like put to the exact opposite use. Did you notice that like in the first episode um, of Sound of Drums, his girlfriend was all cheerful and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. It's really fun. And the second one, she's just like, she's got black eye. She's fucking beaten down. Mm. It's just like, oh my God, he sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a real monster. And if you see... Anything that the master tries to do, he just fails at it. There are big finish stories where he takes over a planet and the doctor doesn't show up, but he just fucks it up. He's like, I can, I can solve all of your problems. Like, do you know what would be better than this? Doing it my way. Oh Mm. no, everything's fucked. All right. I'm just going to go. Yeah. He doesn't have the gift. I I think uh, it reminds me a lot actually of um, the way uh, Sauron is represented in the Lord of the Rings books. How he went off on his own to try and create life but because he wasn't his role he only ever created things that were not good they always turned out to be corrupted or you know malformed or whatever and that was because he wasn't the light whereas that's kind of what the doctor is he's the light and the master's kind of not the light so when he tries to even if he tries to do things good they always end up going to pot there's um and in uh, in the sound of drums, when it's revealed that the that the time lords pick their own names, and he picked the master. Yeah, if that isn't like the most arrogant shit you've ever heard, then I don't know what it is. Like, what what, what would you call yourself if you could call yourself anything? <laughs> the master. <laughs> uh, there's a great joke in that with the audio drama Masterful, mm. where he's like, "Yes, when I called myself the master, I was like." I thought of lines like, bow uh, bow down to the master. You obey the master. (laughs) Not the master, can you pass me the sugar? (laughs) That's a great line. Uh, And then obviously on the other hand, you've got the doctor, which is healer, um, medicine man, um, person who fixes ailments type thing. I like that he picked that name um, based on what it represents, but what it but the reason that that name exists is because of what the doctor did. Mm, that's cool. So tell us a bit about the master's origin, Dan. So this, uh, this two, uh, the first one is, well, actually there's technically might be three because in the war games, the second doctor's story, there's a time Lord there that hasn't been revealed, but it's a very mastery plot mm. where he takes uh, people from different parts of history and puts them in, to fighting each other for his own amusement uh, on this planet. Mm. But that's probably not the master. The actual origin of the master is um, Roger Delgado. Okay. So Roger Delgado, um, he comes in uh, first season. So uh, this is the actor who played him, right? Yeah. This is the first actor who played the master. He comes in, in like this giant caravan, and he started to shape like a caravan. <laughs> because if you were the master of all things, the uh, the only shape that you would want your TARDIS to be would be a caravan. Well, it just shows <laughs> that his chameleon circuit is working. <laughs> so he lands, and then this guy comes in and is like, what's that? It's like, co- get some kind of magician? And he's like, I am the master, and you will obey me. And that's his first line. And I'm mm. like, there he is. Mm, nice. That's the master. I love. I have seen that that moment, and I love that he um he looks like a magician, <laughs> like he's got the dark eyeliner and the tail coat, and you know, like the high collar and stuff like that, and the epically mad widow's peak. 
uh, and he just looks like he's about to tell somebody's fortune or something. Um, <laughs> so that that's fitting that they uh, had that as the opening line. He also has a goatee. Oh so yes, you, you know, know he's evil. He... Yes, and occasionally where he wears a black hat and a black cloak. So Ooh, very <laughs> evil. And he laughs like this. He's very theatrical. I respect it. I respect that. So if you had to um, sort of rate the master between the old school masters and the newer ones, which would be your preference? I really like Missy having a redemption arc, but in terms of pure villainy, mm. I, I, I like the old school ones. I like the classic ones. Yeah. The uh, Doctor, I, you'll, you'll never solve this. Oh shit, how did you solve it? <laughs> Fuck! Why did I include that reverse my evil plan button? Why why did I tell you my evil plot right before I killed you? Why did I not wait till after you were dead and gloat over your corpse? Now you've follow you've foiled my evil plans. I always love that in movies how they're like, Yes, you cannot do anything besides if you wriggle this tiny little way in your handcuffs <laughs> and only come loose and then you're free. But I had completely that. forgotten that you were able to escape any trap. <laughs> Well, that's what I think is the coolest thing in the movie, The Watchmen, is um, uh, Ozymandias um, tells them his evil plot and they're like, uh, we're going to stop you. And he's like, are you dumb? Like, as if I would tell you that before I did it. I did it 15 minutes ago. You can't stop it because it's already happened. And they're like, oh. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. I, um, the Incredibles did a great version of that. Because oh, yeah. the villain uh, syndrome knows all the tropes mm. so he's just like are oh, you clever dog you got me monologuing <laughs> yeah i i really like the master being just a piece of shit yeah he's so good at it mm. he just comes in like uh there's there's different regenerations that he does but he also steals people's bodies yeah so he can like um possess the bodies of others right that's like a yeah a canon a- thing that's the thing that he does. He doesn't just hypnotize people, but like, oh, I'm, I'm out of regenerations. Well, fuck, what do I do? I know, I'll steal this person's body. Uh, one of the, in the fifth Doctor's era, he stole the, uh, like, in the fourth Doctor's era, he was all burnt and shit. And he's like, oh no, my face is scarred and I look like a horrible goblin. <laughs> so he stole the body of the of the fifth Doctor's companion's dad, which wow. is fucked. Yeah. Because every time he shows up, it's like, oh, that's the face of my dad. That's, horrifying and so like, does he actually take their body so what happens to their spirit do they just snuff it and I, then i assume they die yeah yeah and, and he just takes control that's kind of dark so is mm-hmm. is there like a ritual for this or like anything <laughs> yeah, that he has he to do meet? it uh he just sort of does it he just kind of floats into them and they just I mean, die in them, <laughs> wow in one of them he was a worm okay i was in the movie in the movie oh. he was a there was a worm he turned into a worm and then he took over the body of uh is it eric uh eric roberts oh that's right yeah that was um that was part of that story i'd forgotten like his essence like floats into him and then yeah he's that's the master so how does that work if he floats into a human body he doesn't have a a gallifrey body anymore um i i'm gonna have to ask you to get right the fuck off my back about that So basically, he just grows like two hearts, and uh, well, he grows one more, and and yeah, his physiology just adapts. That's uh, that, and how does that happen? Uh, it happens by happening. I don't think <laughs> that we ever need to mention it again. 
Uh, well, to be fair, that was like, what, the 90s and then before that, the 60s and 70s and 80s. I don't think they were particularly fussed on, like, story details. And double, to be fair, he's trying to steal the Doctor's lives. True, and they also so, didn't have people on the internet that were going to be like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it didn't stop that movie from just doing no business at all. <laughs> well, they tried to Americanize it, right? That was kind of, like, you could even tell they shot it in America. No, it was meant to be shot in America, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was shot set. in America. It was set in America as well. Um, and it was around, it was so 90s. Yeah. So 90s. Well, it was in the 90s. So they, it took mm-hmm. place, yeah, but like, so 90s. It's a ma- miracle that um, I think their first mistake was having a Doctor Who story that existed in America. Like, they do that from time to time in episodes, but I think if you're trying to reboot the franchise, you need to have the essence of what the franchise is, and that's that very British feel, and I, I think that's yeah, kind of what it lacked. They tried to uh, reboot it. Uh, they tried to reboot it three times. third time was successful. Because there was the '90s movie, then there was a 2003 animated um, episodes, and they're going to have an animated series. Mm. And uh, Richard E. Grant was played the Doctor, and the Master was in that, which is why I brought it up. Nice. And the Master was See, a robot. Richard E. Grant would have made the perfect Master for the modern Who. He would have been a great Master. He wasn't a particularly good Doctor. Mm. And I'm but, pretty but sure he also he... played the voice of the uh, the the great intelligence um, mm-hmm. snowmen. Uh, I was going to show he used the physical body. Ian McKellen was the voice. Yeah, I I really like the great intelligence. Great intelligence was the second Doctor villain, and they have and they didn't use him until Modern Who. Mm. I think. Don't quote me on that. It's probably wrong, but I don't remember anything that they used for the great intelligence. But after the second Doctor, mm. but the Master was a robot, and he was, um, and the Doctor got him out of the TARDIS. And put him into the body of a robot and then just shut him down every time he got annoying. <laughs> Beep. I'm out. <laughs> I wish that you would stop doing that. You cannot keep me in this body for... <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially it. Every and so it, often he gets a bit mouthy, so I just turn him <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, the master is so fun. The, I, I love his nicknames. He has such good code names, like the the son the ah, son of yes. the master. My name is John Masterson. You shall never guess my secret identity, Doctor. Is it the master? Shit. <laughs> no. Another time, Doctor. <laughs> my name is Masterfulness. The junior, the second. And then he rode off into the sunset on on his (laughs) caravan. God, I fucking love the master. He's so, like, gimmicky. And and, um, the new master... Uh, Sasha Dewan? Sasha Dewan is really good. I I haven't seen any episodes with him in it as yet, but I have um, seen, like, the trailers, and he he looks like he really brings that maniacal kind of... not. I don't want to say cheesy, because I feel like that has negative connotations, but I think that he... No, no, it doesn't. He Not has for the Doctor Who it does. He has the right level of cheesiness for Doctor Who uh, that makes you kind of go, "Oh, this is fun." Yeah, and he joined the Nazis in right. that episode. In his first episode, I think his first episode, in one of the episodes, but he had like he joined, a, a um, he joined the Nazis, but he did it because he he he's better than them. He's like, "I'm better than you. I'm going to do this until the Doctor shows up, and the Doctor shows up. I'll kill the Doctor, and then you know, fuck you guys. You guys are Nazis. Fuck you guys." 
Uh, and how did you feel about, um, obviously, Missy and the John Sim master? Oh, them together? I thought they were great. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed... By the way, the reveal of him in that episode is so shocking because of all the prosthetics on him. Yeah. I was like, this is... No, that's not going to be him. And then he pulls off... I don't know if they had like an actor before that or if he was constantly wearing all those prosthetics, but I was like... I was genuinely shocked when he took it all off and revealed that it was him. It's the joys of not li- watch, if not following the BBC news, right? So you don't because you support. know that they advertise oh, well, the shit see, out I of knew, that coming. I knew he was going to be in it, but I didn't know he was going to be that guy. So that was cool. I liked that. That was quite shocking. And the fact that he he hits on himself is the the most but, master. You might say it's a masterful. <laughs> but it, like yeah it, it and he finally has the goatee yes like it took yeah. him 10 years and i like that he had he because he had physically aged as a human being who is an actor there was a maturity about him too which i thought was really cool um i like that the master keeps trying to make cybermen <laughs> that's just his go-to thing now like he did that with um he did that with the humans like three times and he did it with the with the time lords once and I, I okay so uh the master's really good but I do not buy that he could take over and destroy Gallifrey by himself no way no even for a second that is ridiculous the doctor could hundred percent the doctor could the but, doctor did but I don't I don't yeah I don't see the master being uh, clever enough I think he thinks he's clever enough to do it but he just yeah. But like he did it, he took over. Um, he destroyed Gallifrey, but he destroyed Gallifrey because of the timeless child thing, mm. which is another reason that the master should have been the timeless child. He made the master the timeless child, and that explains his desperation to get more lives. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how you feel about the, as I call it, the drums era. The drums era. I appreciate the, uh, what they were going for. And I really appreciate that he, that uh, they ended that when uh, at the end of time, and then Missy uh, was the master after that, and there was another reason for her to be evil, and that's what allowed her to have a redemption arc. Mm. So, when John Sims' master bites it, how does mm-hmm. I, I can't recall how because he doesn't regenerate then and there, does he? No, uh, the Missy stabs him in a very specific place so that he dies slowly, oh, so no. that he can regenerate back in his TARDIS. No, 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 no. The um, the uh, the, the before that, uh, so oh. the John Sim to Missy. Yeah, that's what happens. Oh, that's Missy right. Stabs him. All this wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so Missy that, stabs him. He, but he got shot. TARDIS. Remember, he got he the, shot Missy. No, no. Before, like in. The, Oh, David Tennant's era. Okay. In season three, he died. Yeah. Completely, because he refused to regenerate. Right. But he had a backup plan, because he always does. Right. And because of, um, I want to say bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Because of plot reasons. Because of reasons, uh, he he came back. Um, He was, was resurrected. And then he got trapped in the time war. And then um, after that, when Gallifrey came back, he came back and he was, and then presumably he left Gallifrey, went to that ship that's by the black hole 
and then just spent a couple hundred years there fucking with them and right. turning them into Cybermen. Sounds like a mad scientist. Mm-hmm. So when he went through the blonde phase after David Tennant, like at the end of David Tennant's era, then he died for good and then somebody resurrected him and then he got stuck in the time war and then he became Missy and then Missy killed the previous him and then he regenerated into Missy. Is that, am I close? So Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine trying to explain that? Well, you're, you're, you're the guy that hasn't seen it. So, yeah, so yeah. basically, there's a there's a bad guy and yes. he dies. He proper dies. And then somebody resurrects him. But then he spends 100 years in the time war. And then he goes and sees his future self who kills him. And then he regenerates into that future self. Right. Okay. Good. I'm really glad that this is both confusing to uh, Dylan and presumably everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly confused. The t- but I appreciate the um, things not happening in the proper order. Because mm. there's a... there's a, a pro- Well, that's a, a show about time travel, right? It's uh... Yeah, but there's... I like us meeting the master in different stages of their life. Mm. I like that we saw them on the Mondas um, Cyberman ship after we saw uh, Missy and then presumably Missy got shot by the master and he's like, you'll never regenerate. And it's like, I already knew this was going to happen. So I planned from, I don't actually know how she regenerated. Yeah, it's... um... It's one of those things. I'm sure there's somebody out there that knows. Maybe um, Stephen oh. Moffat or... If there's a plot hole, Big Finish will fill it. <laughs> I think they look for plot holes. They're like, where can we put something in there? Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so they do a lot with the Time War because it's it's a big thing that the TV show is never going to touch. Speaking of the Time War, what about the War Master? The War Master is Derek Jacobi. Right. So that's his uh, expansion in Big Finish, the audio dramas. Yes, uh, Derek Jacobi plays the War Master, and he's great. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at some point after the Time War, at some point he runs away from the Time War. He's like, "Okay, fuck this!" And then he goes to the end of the universe and hides by turning himself into a baby, and then just staying there. <laughs> if that isn't like the laziest shit, he's like, "You know what? I don't like being an adult anymore. I'm going to turn myself into a baby. Somebody's going to wipe my ass." They're going to feed me, <laughs> feed me food. And I'm just going to enjoy this life for, you know, as long as I can drag it out. I'll be living in this yeah. woman's basement in 40 years' time. You will wipe the master's ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, he would say that too. I'm sure he would. Oh, he totally would. The master is finished. <laughs> uh the master wants nap nap. <laughs> I'm sure there's a spin-off for that. Like, surely, if we can get movies like Boss Baby, surely we can get the master as a baby. That'd I'd rather hilarious. not. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the audio drama Masterful takes place in an alternate timeline for the master, uh, which is great because they're just, they just they just have a story. They finish, it's like, how do we fit this into canon? We can't. Does that mean we stop doing it? Fuck no, I've already written the script. <laughs> so they have it so that the, the master kills the doctor. The right. doctor is dead. And then the master's like, 
Cool. So, um, what do we do now? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, uh, I guess I go take over the universe. <laughs> they do. And the, the masters and the entire plot is actually spoilers for an actually good story. But the plot is, um, the master sent all of his, um, previous incarnations and kills them because he's like oh we are we are just awful awful we're an awful person i i and i'm very dramatic so instead of just stopping (laughs) instead of stopping being evil and trying to use my considerable genius and technical know-how for good i'm going to travel back in time and kill all of my former selves not just like uh, kill myself as a baby, which presumably would be super easy, barely an inconvenience. The... <laughs> <laughs> but just kill all of my incarnations at once, right? Because... So seems like the only viable option, I think. Do so. Does that mean in that particular <laughs> audio drama we we see all the masters, or rather up hear them? Up until Missy. Oh, so you don't hear Missy? No, up until Missy. Oh, okay. Missy. Oh, that's awesome. Mi- Missy hangs out with Joe Grant and pushes her off a cliff. Right. That the, sounds like Joe's something like, Missy would do. Yeah. Um, so Joe's like, no, I mean, Missy's, Missy's uh, good though. You, you, you can be good. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're dead now. <laughs> Bye, Joe. I, I love Joe Grant, but she's played by the original actor. Oh, so she's, so she's to supposed like to be 23. She's actually like 87. She, I think she's in her seventies, but yes. It's like M- Missy, you're a good person. You wouldn't <laughs> push a twenty-three-year-old woman off a cliff, would you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, she even sounds like she's old when she falls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially when you do it. <laughs> Also, do you know the Balliard? Yeah, so like the the Dark Doctor type thing. Yeah, there's a version of that for the Master. Oh, and is he like all sunshine and rainbows? Yeah, it's all the good parts of the Master. (laughs) And she's like, hi, I'm the good version of you. And the Master's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. No, no, no. (laughs) And she's like, don't worry. I'll be you in the future. We'll fix all this. And she's like, Bang. <laughs> and then she regenerates. And um, I think Big Finish implies that that version of the master turns into, um, I'm never going to remember his name. Sasha, Sasha Duan. Sasha Duan. Oh, that's cool. And okay. That, yeah. that kind of makes sense then. That's fun. Because how um, would we explain Missy um, regenerating into Sasha? Well, I assume that it's because of the... Um, because of the timeless child thing, he, um, she's like, oh, well, everything that the doctor said was either was a lie, and I, being the doctor's friend, uh, will show them that, and then like they'll team up with me, and we'll rule the world together. Right. That's so never happened before, but it's bound to happen one of these days. So you're saying that he gets more regeneration energy just because he thinks he can? Yeah. <laughs> he did it by doing it. <laughs> he did it by doing it. The Time Lords gave him more regeneration energy because of the Time War. 
Right. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the so the do- the he died in the nineteen ninety three movie. Right. Yeah. And then he was re re uh, he was given new life because he because um, Rasson was also resurrected. And then they're like, all right, we're gonna need a weapon. And the master just fucking hates everyone, super evil, and can do this shit. Mm. So that's why the master was given. Even more though life. he's also kind of useless. He's only useless when the doctor stops him. Right. Yeah. When he when the doctor doesn't stop him. Because they're on the same side trying to fight Daleks. Or the Doctor's distracted from all the horrible shit that he does to planets. <laughs> the Time Lords were like, who's the most toxic Time Lord we've ever had? Hmm. Yeah, resurrect <laughs> that ma- guy. Send him in. Yeah. And, like, the Master does help with the Time Lord. But he does it in such a great Master way. He's like, well, we need recruits. We need people to fight the Time War. I know what I'll do. I'll kidnap people extract their like genius kill them uh extract their genius and put them into like this horrifying terrifying frankenstein monster type bullshit that i got going on with a computer or something (laughs) genius i am clever i'm helping yes i'm liberating them or something so refresh me dan it was missy that did the cybermen thing to danny pink yeah so missy missy's the first one i think that did that is like Mrs. the first master that that started with Cyberman, and she had the um, the plan of getting all the dead bodies and their like brainwaves uh, and turn them into Cybermen. I'm just glad um, that Danny Pink's dead. He wasn't the worst. He was too useless. I I um yeah. So you had you had that plan, and then the and then she's like, you forgot it was your birthday. I'm doing all this for you, Doctor. Can we be friends yet? Oh, wow. No. You never let me be friends with you. <laughs> That's so mean. Either you be friends with me and use these things to, like, do all your superhero bullshit or all of your little humans will turn into Cybermen because we're friends. <laughs> Happy birthday. God. You suck at receiving gifts. <laughs> I love Missy. I love that she loves the doctor. So um, obviously uh, with uh, Sasha Duan, uh, I'm not sure if he will continue to reprise the role in future. I'm pretty sure he will. But if he doesn't, who do you think would make a good master? Oh, you, what you do is you cast the doctor first. Yeah, you'd have to cast the doctor first. And then you do an, an actor that can play off them. So it largely depends on who plays the uh, who plays the doctor. But if you go like if you go for a, a light, if, if you go from um, Jodie Whittaker to a darker version of the doctor, you can do Richard E. Grant. That'd be cool. But that I don't know cool. if they will because he's already played a bunch of villains. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would either. Um... Uh, here's what I reckon would be really cool. And this will be like, this will never happen, but it would be really cool is if you got, um, if my dream of uh, Michael Sheen being cast as uh, the next doctor comes true, then you would have the next master be played by none other than David Tennant. And they, okay, so um, I'd like to state for the record that I hate this plan. I know you, I knew uh, you would, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Here's what you do. Go on. You explain um, through a 12 to 15 minute monologue uh, <laughs> that that the master 
chose this particular face because that was the doctor's most sort of vain favorite face. And then he's like, yeah, I just chose this one because I thought you'd like it. <laughs> and and that that's, yeah, that's it. That's all I have so far. <laughs> Do you think the BBC would hire me as a showrunner? No. <laughs> I'd advise them against it. I reckon David Tennant would do it too. He's like, yeah, play the Doctor, play the Master too. Why I not? think he has more respect for Doctor Who than that. <laughs> I hate that. That's so stupid. Do you know who would be better? Literally anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe You Dan. can't have David Tennant come back to play the Doctor and you certainly can't have him come back to play the Master. Maybe I, I just wanted to plant you, that seed in your brain because I knew that it would just eat away. You'd be laying awake at night. Five years time, you know, wake up in the middle of the night. Ah, David Tennant, the master. Oh my God. No. Like, oh, it's just a nightmare. He'd I mean, actually be good at playing the master if he wasn't already the doctor. Fair call. Because yeah. he played uh, the villain in Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah. He was very ick in Jessica Jones. Do you know who would be also be a good master? Idris Elba. Oh, he would too. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be cool. People want him for the doctor, but I think he's too dark. If you wanted, um, Taylor uh, Swinton. Uh, if you wanted, uh, like a really dark take on the doctor, you could get. Uh, sorry, on the master, you could get somebody like uh, Killian Murphy. Ooh, he good. would be. Uh, he'd never do it though. He's he's too much of a. He, uh, he plays Tommy Shelby in Peaky Blinders. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. he's awesome. He's a great actor, but I don't think he'd do it. I think it's a bit yeah. too a bit too soft for him. My my only suggestion from what I've heard of the master uh, would have to be probably Danny DeVito. <laughs> that's that's about all I got. I'm the freaking master. One hundred percent on board. Yep, uh, Danny DeVito. There it is. Perfect. I think I think the um the the reveal of it would have to be the only other thing I know about Doctor Who, which is a Dalek come out and then Danny DeVito just come out of the Dalek. <laughs> I'm going to exterminate you, Doctor. <laughs> Get back here. Oh, the scariest fucking thing that, the, that Missy did was put Clara in the Dalek and try and convince the Doctor to kill her. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was fucked up. Yeah. Oh, okay. If if he he may never do it, so maybe um he could play the master. Uh we've said in the past on the show that uh Hugh Grant would make a really good doctor. And he could actually make a really fun master. He'd be very I feel like he'd be very sort of quirky and a little bit camp. Have you ever played villains? Yeah, uh Paddington too. <laughs> That's not a master villain. Uh that I I disagree. I think um, he, he's a villain that played like six different characters in the one film. I think that's a master villain if ever I heard one or saw one. Right, fine, fine. But only if Paddington is the doctor. <laughs> well, Ben Whishaw would make a, a great doctor. No, nope, not Ben Whishaw. No, just Paddington. Paddington. Fur and all. The bear <laughs> as um, the doctor. Dylan, if you've not seen Paddington, you should watch Paddington one and two. It's they really cute. Delightful films. I have not watched it, so I if you want to like, if you want to smile, just just quietly to yourself. It, Paddington two is the best prison okay. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know the actor's name. 
uh, but the one who plays the bad guy in Split. Oh, James McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, he's... That's um, a good ooh, one. He would be a good master. He's great. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> That'd be yeah, amazing. He would, he'd be really intense. You yeah. get... Uh, who played Who played Professor X? Uh, not was, Professor X. Who played Magneto? Uh, Michael Fassbender. He would also make a yep. good master. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. James McAvoy would be great. Uh, actually, um, the actor that I think would also make a good doctor who could also do a really good master would be uh, Damian Lewis. He plays um, Bobby Axelrod in the show Billions. He's a British actor, but um, anyway. Um, yeah, so um, one thing we do have to talk about before we wrap up our conversation about the master, we have mm-hmm. to talk about Eric Roberts in the 90s film. Yes. Okay. So he doesn't actually How movie. did that make you feel? I didn't care that he was American. No, I didn't care at either. all. I, I, he, at this point, he was a worm that went into the body of an American and like, the doctor's accent changes, and who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, uh, what I hated was the fact that he was half human. There's a lot of things in that movie that I hated, <laughs> but like, or the fact the, that he looked master, like the world's largest hobbit. The doctor I that was. I love Paul McGann. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the best look. Like Paul McGann looks awesome in Night of the Doctor, and then when you see him yeah. with his bouncy reddish, he, he kind of looks like if Willy Wonka was kind of a hippie. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a hippie hobbit, a hippie hobbit. Yeah, that would be uh, th- that was what they were going for. But I, I love Paul McGann. Uh, uh, otherwise, Paul McGann's great. Um, so, yeah, er- Eric Roberts was a great master. I loved his dumb cape. He's like, I had to dress for the occasion. <laughs> Swoosh. He knows. Swoosh. He, I, <laughs> he knows who he is. Hey, Dylan. Yes. Yes. The Daleks. Yes. The Daleks executed the master for war crimes. I don't know why the Time Wars didn't do it or why the Daleks gave any kind of a shit because they're Daleks. So they're like, oh, what are we executing for? For killing people? That's literally our entire thing. Yeah. 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 War crimes is kind of their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, and this was before the Time Wars. Only War, we can commit I, war crimes. <laughs> I assume that like they, I assume that the, that big Finnish or the BBC or whoever, uh, like, like tweaked that so that it was part of the time war, like they have done with everything else involving the Daleks. Yeah, but, the, the um, time war is kind of like their big thing where they're like, ah, oh, that would happen in the time war. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Genesis of the Daleks. Oh, first time that they knew about other planets. So basically, all those times that the the Daleks have killed anyone, it's because the Doctor showed up. If only he'd never gone there, they'd never have killed those people. <laughs> but. God, the master's so good in the movie. He's just he's just so campy. He's just like, I have snake eyes and I'm I've got a giant cape doing fun shit. Gotta kill people for fun because of reasons. <laughs> Gotta look in the eyes. I, I, I will I, say, um Sylvester McCoy's death in that film is the funniest shit in Doctor Who. Because he gets shot and he literally does like a cartoon like pirouette and then just falls down. Like, okay, so the premise is that the the doctor is, um, when he regenerates, he he turns into a new person. But like when he he opens his TARDIS door and he is like in the middle of like a gang shootout. Because it's America. (laughs) Because it's in America, (laughs) naturally. And and he gets shot and he literally does like a cartoon pirouette, falls down, regenerates. That's not the dumbest one. 
That's not the dumbest situation. Did he like just... the second dumbest. Yeah, but that doctor dumbest... was really old. He just took a fall and that was it. <laughs> yeah, the sixth doctor. He broke his hip. He couldn't get up for six hours and that was just it, unfortunately. <laughs> do, you, do you know how the sixth doctor died? Uh, no. Okay, so they couldn't get Colin Baker back because they fired Colin Baker and they're like, can you come back and regenerate and uh, do a regeneration scene for us? And he's like, I'm going to pass. Also, you guys are assholes. So why did he get fired in the first place? Because um, did you know that the Sixth Doctor is hated? Wouldn't have had anything to do with the ridiculous costume and the bad stories. Uh, well, I don't know. I the 13th Doctor. But... <laughs> um, the Sixth Doctor was hated, so he was fired. Right. All right? And so Colin Baker is like, well, you guys are dicks. Um, remember all those things that I told you uh, are stupid and wouldn't work? Yeah, they're stupid and didn't work. Because he wanted to pick, like, a really down-to-earth costume. That he was... said that when he saw the Ninth Doctor, he's like, that's what I wanted! You assholes! <laughs> Instead, they literally gave him, like, a multicolored coat. Like, he it's like, like rainbow uh, colors everywhere. Wow. He looks like a clown threw up. So they had a regeneration scene. And the way that they did the regeneration scene is he's on an exercise bike. And his tires <laughs> get shot. And he falls down. And, you've got, and you don't have Colin Baker there. You have Sylvester McCoy in a wig. Oh, no. So you got Sylvester McCoy in a, in a bad wig. You can see his fucking hair sticking out. Right? And he's got, like, the, the glowy face. And then, like, the wig disappears. And that's it. See, I, I, I feel like Sylvester have... McCoy's doctor, I never took him seriously because I was just like, he looks like the penguin. <laughs> and he's got a brolly as... and everything. Like The seventh doctor uh, gets really, really good with Ace. Right, yeah. Uh, but until then, it's just, like, not good. And by the time Ace showed up, it was really good. And then no one watched it, and then it got cancelled. All right, Dan. So to close us off for our chat about the master, what's your favorite master moment? Oh, if you had to pick one, just one. I think it's his entrance. He just shows up in a giant fuck off caravan <laughs> and he's like, I am the master. You will obey me. And then he just proceeds to do like master shit. But secretly it's, I always dress for the occasion <laughs> in his dumb cape. I would say, uh, I would say mine is, um, Derek Jacobi when he's like when he has the reveal. Oh, that's the actual best one. And he's like, uh, my is it my name is the master and then he regenerates and before new... Big Finish, he was the master for three minutes and yeah. became the best master. It's because he's a damn good actor. Yeah. Like that turn from like friendly friendly dude into the master in like a in what could be described as a camera pan. Oh, and with the world's most annoying lab assistant. <laughs> Not dull. <laughs> like, didn't she have to say her name at the start of every sentence? Yeah. And it, it was like, stop, <laughs> stop speaking. <laughs> like, she's terrified. She's like, uh, she, uh, prayed for life. She's like, no, no, please don't kill me. And you're like, no, stop saying your goddamn name at the start of every goddamn sentence. Yeah, she says not at the start and then dot at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. But, like, it's equally as annoying. And the master's like, I don't fucking hate that. I've hated it for 50 years. God damn it, you suck. No wonder I kill you. No wonder I'm dying here. It's you. It's your fault. <laughs> You're an asshole. I'm dying and I don't need you to be a dick about it. 
I appreciate that the master, like everyone else, can control what he looks like, but the doctor can't because the doctor is a shitty time lord. <laughs> the, the master's like, I will be young and strong. And the doctor's like, I fucking don't know. <laughs> sometimes I'm old, sometimes I'm young. <laughs> Never know what you're gonna get. There's a um a theory. There's the the uh, theory that the doctor can like subconsciously do it, but like the master and the Rani can just be like, I made myself slightly taller this regeneration because I felt like it. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if you could like instead of dying, you're just like, you know what, I'm gonna improve this thing. Mm-hmm. I like the way I look now. I just want to be a little bit taller. <laughs> 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 Maybe you know, five centimeters, just five centimeters taller. That'd be great. Uh, if he could control himself, you know he'd be ginger. You know what? New uh, actor should be who plays Bill from Harry Potter. Oh yes, uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson is a great actor. Son and he's of ginger. Brendan and... Gleeson, who played Mad Eye Moody. Nice. I like Donald Gleeson, and I think that he, he, when the Doctor finally becomes ginger, never comments on it. Yeah, yeah. He says something else, but he never comments on the hair. That's my favorite bit in Matt Smith's first episode when he looks at his hair and he's like, oh, still not ginger. He also thought he was a girl, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's all we have on the master today. Um, we'll have to uh, wait and see for future master episodes. I, I believe next week we can, uh, we're doing historicals indeed, uh, or indeed best are. history figures. Yes. Figures of history. So tune in next week for This Is Not A WhoCast. I'm Bo. I'm Daniel. And I was the special host, Dylan. Thanks so much for joining us, Dylan. It was a pleasure to have the uh, the indeed very sultry turns of Dylan. Thank you both for having me. And uh, I just wanted to say one last thing about it. Uh, from all that I've learned today, there is one thing that I know. I would not want to be the person who had to draw up all the timelines for this because <laughs> I got lost <laughs> at the first word. <laughs> Yes, uh, that they actually talk about that a lot in Doctor Who. That there is, you know, it's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. You just mm. get used to it. Even and fans they get also, confused. and I think the they also say it doesn't matter. You <laughs> <laughs> can just just yeah. go along with it. At this point, we're not going to explain anything. You're and I mean, there's so not. much of it that it's not like you're going to go back and be like, mm, I'm going to check that. Yeah, it's like there's too much. There's too many hours. If everything was canon, uh, then human nature happened twice to two different doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Until next week. Hello.